Did you know that each episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Stacy Sherman. Welcome, Stacy. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being here, Stacy. Stacy, you are an award-winning keynote speaker, an author, an advisor, and a podcaster focused on doing customer experiences right as a brand differentiator. You've created a heart and science framework that accelerates loyalty and revenue fueled by an empowered workforce. You've held multiple leadership roles at major companies over the past 25 years, and your approach to doing CX right, and I'm using air quotes for those that are watching on video, is based on real life examples and customer service experience best practices from being in the trenches as a strategist and a practitioner. You're the host of the Doing CX Right podcast, and today, Stacy, you're on the other side of the microphone. So on this episode, let's unpack your heart and science framework to CX. But first, Stacey, let's begin with your backstory. Tell us your backstory. How did you get to where you are today? Yes, I remember it so well. Back in the day, I was in high school. I was in one class that stood out the most. And that was a advertising class where we were spending time looking at subliminal advertising and understanding why do people buy? Why do people get engaged? And at that time, I hate to say this, but there was no internet. <laughs> so it was your traditional magazines and publications. And I just remember I was so intrigued by consumer behavior and mental models. That was the moment in that classroom that I knew I was going to go to college for marketing, sales and marketing. And so I did. I loved every minute of it to really understand the psychology of human behaviors. There was no CX at that time. So therefore, my first job was in sales and marketing roles. And then I was there for several, many years, actually, in different roles. But then I started to understand experience management before it was actually even a term. And continued my journey in different business and consumer brands. So then in 2013, I joined another telecom company, having been out of that industry for a while. And I remember I was doing e-commerce optimization and marketing. And my boss said to me, I want you to add on a responsibility. And that's voice of customer and CX. I said, what is that? He said, I don't know. but go figure it out. Huh. And truthfully, that was the best life lesson because now I figure everything out from that experience. But that was the journey where I started 
really getting entrenched in the CX space, even though customer service had been around for many, many years, but CX much broader. Right, right. Okay. Well, fast forward, as I mentioned in the introduction, over the last 25 years, you've had a number of leadership roles in CX. So tell us, Stacey, how did you arrive at this framework that you call the heart and science framework? Optimize your customer experience through digital transformation with i From robotic process automation to conversational AI, we're leading the way in digital CX. Smile with i Learn more at iCore.com. Yes. So having been in many different companies and a variety of roles, I started to observe and experience firsthand what it's like to be an employee and to be a customer, what that felt like and where are the gaps firsthand. And there's a lot of stories that lead me to where I am. With that said, I took all the gaps and I created my own framework, which I believe pulled all together, really differentiates experiences for customers. But we know that there's no customer experience unless you have internal employees and service agents pulling together, rallying together for that. So my heart and science is, is a aggregation of the different components of what experience management doing it right is about. Okay. Well, let's unpack it. Uh, You know, when you hear the words heart and science, certainly there's a lot of what I'll call obvious meaning behind the words, but let's unpack each one. They're, They're both acronyms. So what is the role of the heart acronym? So the heart is what it sounds like. It's really bringing the heart to business. So that's really about the human aspects of starting with honesty and transparency and authenticity. It's not done enough in companies. And we understand business is about profit. However, the heart needs to be there because that's what makes people stay and that's what makes people buy. So the heart is really about the honesty and transparency and authenticity. The heart is also the E about empowering people to deliver customer excellence. It doesn't happen automatically or by itself. The heart is also about appreciation. And I know that diversity, equity, inclusion is a topic, a hot theme that kind of flows in and out of companies. Yet there's something very real to applying it even in the CX space, when you're creating personas, as an example, there's a lot of personas not accounting for the diversity of people. So that's just one example. You talk about the R of heart, which is that relationship building, because I'm going to make a statement that I believe, which is traditional sales is dead. And so relationship is the way that brands succeed and people actually succeed. And then the T in the heart is really about the tailoring and personalization of messaging and experiences. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm taking away from the heart acronym, Stacey, is that because of your background in marketing and sales is that the heart acronym applies to the customer journey even before they begin 
their journey as a customer before they become a customer, meaning when you're marketing and you're selling to them and then once they're a customer. So it's that whole journey. It's not just after they've become a customer. Is that what you, is that right? Absolutely. And that's a very important point, which is I start with the journey, mapping out that journey, really understanding how are customers going to learn about a brand, learn, buy, get, use, pay, get help, as we know, customer service, and then bringing the heart and science to those individual micro moments. And so what you said is absolutely a piece or a huge component of what I'm talking about. Okay, great. Thank you. So the science acronym, what's the role of the science acronym in your heart and science framework for CX? Yeah, so this is really about the data and the measurements. So the S is around you segment and measure around those personas. And before you can create a journey, you have to know who the journey's for. So it's actually, but segmentation is important because you can't be everything to everyone. So it's the segmentation. Then you're collecting the feedback, the C, around that segment. And there's the voice of customer, but there's also the voice of that employee and the agents that service them. And there's many components of collection of feedback. And then you want to implement, you want to understand the feedback, and then you want to, I, in science, implement um, the ability to analyze what the feedback is and implement those changes around that. And you have to prioritize that feedback because there's too much that you can tackle. And if you try and do everything, you'll do nothing. Mm -hmm. So then you take all that feedback and the E in science is really the evidence that you need to bring to the top to get buy-in. And that's a huge, we can spend the hour on <laughs> evidence and getting buy-in because people, executives are not going to just say, yes, here, take all the money and go do this. So there's, an, there's a method to that. So then you take the evidence You've got to have the N, the numbers, which is the qualitative and the quantitative that is part of the science. And how you get those, the numerics, is another hour. <laughs> uh -huh. But that's part of how you sell in. Sure. You need to then see science collaborate and break those silos. And I'm talking about human and data. Right. And then finally, the E is the experimentation, where I have an acronym TAR, test, analyze, adjust, repeat, which I got from a, a past boss. And all of that is really how you start and evolve your CX practice. Gotcha. Okay. So very impressive use of an acronym for around the word science. I have to say, Stacey, I'm really intrigued by the N in science because you said it's both qualitative and quantitative. And I like that because oftentimes we look at numbers, data as only quantitative. And I like the fact that you are pointing out that it needs to be analyzed both quantitatively and qualitatively. Have you seen that done effectively? Let's just say there's opportunity. 
I think that some brands are really good at one and other brands are great at the other, but it's a rare to find them good at both. And then taking that, all of that qualitative and quantitative, aggregating it to make really good decisions from, uh, and that's because companies have silos. And so mm, there's like a, a cycle here. Okay. So we've discussed the acronym for heart, the acronym for science. So how do you bring them together? How do you mesh the two to deliver a framework for successful CX? Well, part of it is what you brought up before, which is the mere act of journey mapping. So when you bring all of the departments together to A, map out the customer experience from how they learn, buy, get, use, pay. Everyone gets to feel and see the domino effect of how one role affects the other. And so the mere act of bringing everyone together, including roles that you think or they say they don't touch the customer experience, like finance. They're like, I, I'm the back office. And I'm like, oh, wait, let me tell you how you affect the customer experience. Because if they can't pay their bill, guess what? They'll leave. They're mm -hmm. frustrated. So point is you bring everyone together. Now, once you design the experiences and you're applying the heart and sciences we talked about, you have to validate that what you find is actually what they want. And then you go back and fill the gaps together as a team. And so it's a very impactful exercise, but it's more than just whiteboarding. It goes way beyond that. Yeah. So it's very cross-functional. And as you say, it has to be very collaborative so that uh, all these different parts of the organization can really understand the how they impact the customer experience. Yes. And I want to give one important caution. And that is a lot of times companies will take a shortcut and they will do the journey with the internal staff. And then they use that as the voice of the customer. You can't do that. You have to validate with real customers. The employees are not the customers. Even your salespeople who will say, well, we're the front line. We talk to the customer every day. Yes, you are very valuable, but you are not the customer. So companies have to make sure you talk to the end customer and your target personas of buyers and then marry that with the internal. Mm -hmm. Okay, great point. Thank you for that. Stacy. can you share an example of heart and science in action? Yes. So I've worked for companies that are truly, fully an engineering company. And what I got to do and what I was brought in that anybody can do, if you're committed and you also have thick skin, tough skin, it, because people resist change that to actually get an engineering company uh, with my team, couldn't do it alone, to actually become a customer first culture. And there's a series of steps. It doesn't happen overnight, but by actually applying the heart and science, you can turn an engineering company around where people are celebrating people. People are showing up for customers with more empathy and transparency. They are actually um, 
measuring how customers feel and think about their brand. I'm talking way beyond NPS. Mm-hmm. And one of the outcomes or one of the actions anyone can do, again, doesn't happen overnight, is we celebrated CX Day, which com- comes every October, a celebration that had never been done at this company. And by putting together programs and activities and rallying around a theme for CX Day, we were able to make a worldwide company celebration in five continents. And I captured all of those celebrations and appreciation of each other and of the customers. And everybody on that day going out and seeing a customer every day, telling stories of appreciation for their teams, videos of what employees, front end, back office, what customer experience means to them and having them really write it down in that commitment. So that CX day was a day, but it continued. And a lot of videos and stories and footage that year one was so beyond my imagination what happened that it then became a company tradition. And so I I tell people just start small because you'll see that people really want to back great ideas, but you have to build the momentum and apply the heart and that science and get people rallied. That's a great story. Thank you for for sharing that story, Stacey. Uh, I have one more question, Stacey, and this is what we call the fun question. We have a tradition on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. We want to know, Stacey, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? So I have two answers because one is new in my life and one is not. So the one that's not new in my life is backgammon. I, as a kid, had traveled internationally to play in backgammon tournaments. So I have a very interesting life story around that. And I love backgammon. But newly this year, I am a pickleball lover. And it came into my life exactly when I needed it because it's extremely (laughs) social. And I've had some life changes this year. So pickleball is more than it's a game changer, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh, I'm actually not surprised to hear both the old and the new knowing a little bit about uh, your, your background. So thank you for, for sharing that. And, and Stacy, thank you for sharing uh, the heart and science CX uh, framework that you shared with us here today. Um, I love the fact that it has those two components. It really brings the humanity and then the, the science of understanding the customer's journey, as you say, how they buy, get, and support, and then really building a culture around that. And you stressed a few times that it doesn't happen overnight, but it can be done. You shared a great example of how it was done in that that one that one example, that one brand. And again, I just want to thank you so much, Stacey, for sharing Heart and Science Framework with us here on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. Before we let you go, where would you like to send our, our viewer and our listener to connect with you and learn more about what you've got going on? Yes, I welcome it. So doingcxright.com is where I have tons of resources and tips and helpful resources for all of the 
listeners connect with me uh, on my website as a contact form. I'm also predominantly on LinkedIn, but I am on all the channels. So I'm posting daily valuable information and um, my newsletter as well. Uh, I intend to keep adding value to the community. Fantastic. Well, those that are watching on video are seeing that on screen and those that are listening, just scroll over to the show notes and you'll find it there. So Stacy, thanks again. Really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digital Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCor. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.